0: As the tide of Arab uprisings washed ashore in America and public parks and campuses around the country were occupied, people wanted to know, what does a revolution look like? As the dual authorities of man and nature, Bloomberg's army and the arrival of winter, constricted the flow of the movement, people wanted to know, is this it? Since the eviction of protesters from encampments in many cities, Smaller and more targeted occupations have continued. Workers in a Chicago factory occupied, with the support of their union, to protest layoffs. Teachers and students in Tucson staged a walkout to protest the removal of Chicano history books from the curriculum. Home foreclosures were disrupted, even avoided, by direct community action. We have witnessed and participated in the unfolding of the past nine months. Yet we are no better attuned to the winds of change than we are able to determine if it was all just a momentary quickening. A logical antidote to ambiguity is answers. History seems to suggest that ambiguities resolve, attended by an empirical explanation, as if answers exist that cannot only clarify the future, but resolve aspects of the present that are hard to label as good or even promising. Months ago, I contacted the artist Paul Chan. My email outlined a plan for a book that would secure definitive and helpful answers to a series of big questions about what was to become of Occupy Wall Street, of the increasingly aggressive discontentment with institutions of government and Congress, of us, I received the following response. Hi, A. These are important questions and, like most important questions, fairly unanswerable, definitively. And the people who have the answers are probably not much use and dull besides. One thing, eternal questions are not really looking for answers. They are looking to be lived. It took me some time to grasp Chan's meaning But I believe it was simply this. The point is not to answer, but to ask. The conversations in this book address what revolution and change can mean if we are open to new definitions. Occupy Wall Street demonstrates not only the need for a reinvigoration and repossession of both terms, but that this taking back and enlivening is a process lived with others the only appropriate discourse to support it ends with a question mark what does it mean to be political in the first place are we all political subjects from the outset or does it take a collective experience to radicalize the individual where do we position ourselves in relation to our current situation to history and to the rest of the world how do you document a moment of upheaval How active is an idea? What does it mean to resist? What do we talk about when we talk about revolution, if we talk about it at all? These questions do not preclude the conceptual and ideal, but they do emphasize ideas and manifestations that are practical, social, and happening right now. Irresolution is immediate and dynamic. It is powerful because it is a different form from the watertight statements issued by governments and repeated in advocacy journalism, therefore not reducible to a soundbite. It is constructive because, in its articulation, it insists upon recognition of nuance and possibility. It is, as many in this book will emphasize, a radical alternative.